Bear Valley. Oh, very excited for a new feature on the program. I'm Anthony Gargano. It's the morning guys. Bobby C., Autonomous, The Bro. And every week, we're going to be doing Coach Spags's Covington Breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you interrupted my Coach Spags introduction. <laughs> All I know is that when Coach Spags was watching the game, watching that series, we were both ripping Covington. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, Coach Spags doesn't rip guys. He, 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 but he's, he's kindly, like when I know he don't like a player, because he kindly is like, he'll say something that's not, that like, it's too kind that he'll, he'll ignore them. That's how you. That's how you criticize guys. Well, you got to do that a little bit, right? Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I don't know enough about basketball to be yes, honest you with do. you. Well, I mean, you're, you're a sports ste- guy. You steer me one way or the other, and then I tend to agree with you. No, but, no, no, no. You're yeah. a sports guy. He has right. that ability. Co- no, no, <laughs> I don't. It's Coach Spags's uh, week one observation. I love this. It's great to have you here. Well, it's great being here. I mean, it's nice and cozy in here. We got rain outside, so you don't mind being in here, right? Do, do I mean, you like you guys uh, do you, it's something about hurricanes. Like, it's yeah. going to be bad down there, I think. Yeah, I, I think they've already... Aren't there some college games that have already adjusted? Yes. I know the Thursday night game has been moved up. Uh, a couple of games got canceled. Have you ever got Carolina. caught in one? I, you know, I can't recall. Uh, there's been some downpours games I can remember, but I can't re... You know, the one that always comes to mind, when you play down in Miami, yeah. you, you might always get a, a shower. How about the delay they had? Yeah, how about that? I mean, can you imagine, I haven't talked to any of the guys down there, I probably will toward the end of the week here, but um, you guys are sitting in a locker room for two and a half hours after playing, Yeah. Oh, whatever, whatever it was, a quarter and a half, and then not knowing when you're going to go back out there, uh, the only thing close, close to that was, you guys remember here at the vet, when we had that preseason the turf. Yeah, and then they yeah. cancel it. But we were in the locker room for a little while wondering we're going to play, we're not going to yeah, play. Yeah. And it throws off, you know, not only coaches, but Your players. Bio you know, yeah, the whole, your whole pregame routine yeah, throws yeah. it off, and you got to get going again. But they did finally get it in, and uh, they had to play it. But um, it's pretty wild. Do you remember all of the. Do you, all, all the stoppages and delays, like college football, yeah. there was a bunch last weekend. I'm sure it was lightning. Be, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Were well, you ever delayed at all? You remember? Ever remember a delay? Uh, that vet game we were just talking about. There was but no lightning. I, from I lightning. You, I tell you the other one. Uh, you, you guys were calling another Eagles one, but remember we were at Washington. It had to be in the yeah, early the pepper spray. Yeah. Yeah. And so that oh, was okay. a delay. Was it a Monday night game? 2002. Yeah, it was, it was a night game. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely. A, that was scary. Yeah. Yeah. When I recall, I was up in the press box and I remember all the the Rutgers and you're looking down there and the and the players are moving yeah. into the middle of the field because something's going on and nobody See, really knew it. Yeah. And the country and was unstable at the time. It's coming off of 9-11. Right. It was a year or two later mm-hmm. or maybe maybe the same. I can't yeah. remember exactly. Yeah, it was. But, you're right. Yeah, but that was scary. It was. So th- those kind of things do throw it off. But look, that's the mental part of the game, right? The team that jumps back into it and gets themselves back into the game mentally has a better chance of winning. All right, so let, before we get into individual teams and games and all of our questions... Let, let's just go with you. Watch the tape. You've been you're poured into it. Yeah. What, what are what are your observations? What stood out for to you from week one? Well, I tell you, initially I, I had three surprises, and I think they are pretty obvious ones. But obviously, the Tampa Bay offense was a huge surprise. The Jets overall, 
I think, or Hugh. You got to go with a rookie quarterback going yeah. in there. And and how about the first place at pick six? Unbelievable. <laughs> but great, great. Talk about mental toughness and, and rebounding. I mean, you're not expecting that on your first play. You know, in your mind, <laughs> Sam Donald has gone through over and over. You know, the first pass I throw is going to be a touchdown or a completion. But he rebounded pretty good. And then the other thing that stuck out to me as a surprise is we all thought that we would see all these defensive helmet penalties. Yeah, and I, yeah. there were very few, unless I missed them. Now, I know there was the obvious one on the, you know, on Luck, uh, and he got ejected, he got ejected, he got ejected yeah. from the game, but I don't recall in the games I watched, uh, too many of those actually getting called. No, I mean, if you look at the flag fest that was our game, yeah. the Eagles and Falcons, it wasn't because of the helmet rolls, no. it's because the preseason you didn't practice. Like yeah, 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 yes. True, and maybe that's a good sign. Well, let's maybe. go through your surprises for a second, because well, I have questions off of them. Yeah, you got it. The, the uh, Buccaneers. How the heck did they put up 48 on that team? Yeah, real surprising to everybody. Look, at Fitzpatrick is a solid quarterback. I mean, the guy knows what to do, and Dirk Cutter is a good f- football coach. Um, the, when I watched, uh, I saw most of that game. I went back and most of the game. The thing that I think we lose sight of, I mean, Fitzpatrick threw the ball all over the ball. Yeah, 417 yards passing. But right. he made some really key plays with his feet. I mean, it was a real key third down. He scrambled and got a first down. He scored a touchdown on what is a zone read option. You know, it was either give it or keep it. And he scores because he's just trying to zone. do that. They're running a lot of zone read with him. It's amazing. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. Because you wouldn't expect him to kill you. No. Like, you know, he, he's, you know, he's athletic, but he's not Carson Wentz athletic. But he can do just enough. I mean, he's Case Keenum a little bit. Yeah. I mean, last year when he's not That's a great, great athlete either. Yeah. But... He, every once in a while in a key situation, uh, it, Matt Ryan, I remember Matt Ryan in Atlanta was always, uh, you know, when I was down in Baltimore for two years, you know, we played them a couple of times. And, you know, they, they put all three wide receivers to one side, a tight end on the nub side with a, with a, with a running back there. And it, somehow, so the Bengals do it a lot with um, Dalton. With Dalton. It, as long as a guy can get you four or five yards, he's athletic, then he's a threat. And you get, that's what happened in the uh, Tampa Bay game. But I, I just thought Fitzpatrick, you know, he's got some weapons now. Yeah. <laughs> I know you guys are probably going to talk about it a lot this week because they get the Eagles. But but between Evans and Deshaun Jackson, we'll see where he is with the concussion and the big tight end. Um, they've got some things to work with. It'll be interesting. I thought they were they were surprised. How do they match up with the, that Eagles front? <clears throat> Well, look, and I've heard everybody uh, on this station say this, and it's so true. The difference between... The defense Tampa Bay went against last week, and this one is going to be the front. You know, I, d- I really didn't think that the, uh, I watched most of that game. I really didn't think that the Saints put too much pressure on Fitzpatrick at all. I mean, Cam Jordan just wasn't a factor, uh, and they don't have much else up front. But you throw these guys that the Eagles have, uh, Adam, it's going to be a whole different ball game. I think it'll be, now look, at the, I, I think uh, the Tampa Bay coaches down there realize that too. You might see a little bit of what Aaron Rodgers did in the second half of that Chicago game where he knew he had to get the ball out quick. Mm-hmm. So you might see a little bit different Tampa Bay offense. But I think that uh, that'll, that'll be a real big difference in the game. It'll be the D- uh, Eagles defensive line against Tampa Bay's own line. Coach Bags with us. Coach Bags' observations. You're, uh, the Jets one's interesting. Flip side, what happened to the Lions? Like, how did... <laughs> They yeah. were awful. I mean, Matt Stafford looked like. I, I, I mean, they was it. Is it 
they don't play enough preseason? Or no, nah, I don't. What, think, what do you yeah, think that is? I don't think you can blame it on that. Look, the other thing we got to remember is it, it's the first game. It's one game and one game only. I mean, yeah. I I have always talked this way, and, and we're headed into the. I've always felt that the second game of the NFL season was really, really important to your football team. And here's where I'm going. There's half the teams in the league are one and zero. Half the teams all well. <laughs> Not half because it was a tie, uh, but you, you get where I'm going. So the teams that are one and zero, their challenge is to justify or verify the fact that they're a one and zero football team and that they can be pretty good. So they've got right. something to prove going into this next game. The zero and one teams have to have to prove that that last week was an aberration. It, it, in other words, that's not them. What they truly are is this. Whatever week two is. Now you put two back to back losses together. That's a struggle. And you're off and running if you two put two back-to-back wins together. So I've always felt the second game was really important. And we don't really get a feel, in my opinion, of what your football team is going to be until after the first quarter of the season. And that's a, yeah, a four-game right. yep. you know, grouping. And I, I just think that's really important. We, we can't really forget about that. So getting back to Detroit. I mean, look at offensive, uh, offensively, defensively, special teams. It was a struggle for them. But... Look, you got to dust yourself off. What you know, wipe that off, and, and move on, and try to rebound in the second game. When when you're opener, the year you win the Super Bowl, you played the Cowboys on a Sunday night. Yeah, and, and did not play well. You gave, gave up, up like forty something points. Yeah, or something. And you know, I think we played decently on offense, and I'm sure we were okay on special teams. Came back the second week, played Green Bay at home, played better, but still gave up thirty five points. And so we were struggling at 0-2. Now, we were one of those teams that recovered, obviously, got to 10-6, and 6, got in the playoffs and won the Super Bowl. But that's not easy to do. Um, that took a lot of resolve and a lot of mental toughness. But um, it can happen. It's like I say, you go back to Detroit, and just because, you know, one game, everybody's got Matt Patricia you know, yeah, right. out of Detroit. It's amazing to listen to that. Uh, <laughs> it's a test. It's certainly a test because guys get a little bit, you know, the confidence is no matter what you say, it's, it's shook a little bit. But if you could dust it off and come back, then all that's forgotten. Let's say Detroit comes back, and I don't know who they play this week. This week. Oh, look at the first. I mean, it doesn't matter who they play. If they bounce back and they win a 27-10 to 10 game, all of a sudden, they're not even going to be thinking about the game. They're out of San Fran this week. Yeah, and they'll be, yeah. they'll be stressed. San Fran, two teams yeah. at 0-1, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Got to do the same thing. Got a couple of those games this week. I think the Giants, Giants Cowboys, Cowboys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two teams. Oh, so one of those teams is going to be 0-2. That's Excuse the Sunday night game, too. That's great for us. Did you notice that every new coach... Lost? Yeah, I did. How about uh, that? Not, that's look. That's not unheard of. Um, we we did studies uh, in many years when we were going to play a team that had a new coach, and that you know typically if you go back, if you did a study of the last ten years and took take the first four games of a a new coach's tenure, and I'll bet you the percentage of winning is not real high. Um, so that doesn't surprise me. Is it they just taking over a new team? Well, you, 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 you probably know, you, have a bad systems. team because yeah. right. guys getting used to each other, you know, in-game calling, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of different reasons. and But those kinks will get worked out. Those guys are all good football coaches. I, most of them will bounce back. Steve, you've been with teams that where defense has had to carry, you know, that, yeah. like you rely. And, and, and we have all talked, the four of us have talked about this endlessly, that we think the defense, until Carson comes back, is going to have to carry this team. Is that a tough burden, or is it something that's embraced? It doesn't seem to be tough for the Eagles because they're that good, <laughs> in my opinion. But I will say that's a hundred percent true, Bob. That and what you can't here's the key in that um, everything works out fine 
when you find a way somehow, some way, you're playing good defense and you have one more point at the end of the game than they have and you end up winning. Where things creep in is when the defense is really doing a pretty good job, but the offense struggles so much that you can't get that extra point and you lose by two or you lose by three. Right, we we right. went through it last year in New York with this very same scenario, Bob. Right. Because um, it was going to take a little while for the offense to get going. And they didn't. They struggled. And, and we played good defense, but just not good enough. And when you have to look, when you have to be supermen on defense, that can get tough sometimes. I mean, you go back to this. Think about the Eagles game now. They played really good defense. Mm-hmm. And yet, the last play of the game, if, the, if Julio catches that ball and he's in bounds, everybody's talking differently, even though the Eagles defense played really, really well. And that's when things can seep into a football team, when one side's trying to carry it, and they know they're trying to carry it, and yet they can't get it done because of a mistake on the other side, or special teams gives up a score. Uh, that's where you know coaching and veteran leadership comes into play. It won't be a factor for the Eagles right now, because they played good defense and they won the game on defense. Right. I mean, let's face it, they played... It played really, really good. When you look at, uh, let's kind of go into it, um, what we see about some, like week one and, and what's real. So the Cowboys lose to Carolina, and they, they can't move the ball at all. I mean, yeah, they struggled. I, I, I watched really most of that football game, Anthony, right? I mean, what, what now is it the quarterback, a lack of weapons? I mean, you have Elliott is back, but yeah. I mean, that's a team I think is going to struggle all year long. Well, listen, um, Carolina's got a good defense. I mean, Luke Keekley yeah. and the guys up front, they're really good. When he's so, healthy, they're just... And it was that Carolina. Yeah. So let's take all those things into consideration. That and the fact that it is the first game. Uh, Dallas's offensive line is a little bit banged up. They never really got Ezekiel Elliott going, right, which I'm sure they'll try to do going forward. And and you're right about Dak. Now, look, at I've, I've been a Dak Prescott guy. I was very, very impressed with him. Certainly in his rookie year, but it's been tough since. Um, and when you watched him, <laughs> when you watched him this past Sunday, he did, really didn't look good at all. Uh, he looked jittery. Some of his throws were, you know, he couldn't make the tight throws even with open guys. And yet, yeah, and, and yet, bear in mind, they've got the ball at the end of the game with a chance to tie it. Now, what was bad about that, and this goes to your point, Anthony, I know you're not a big Dak guy, but he put the ball <laughs> on the... Saw here. Yeah, well, I, and I can understand that. Um, I give the guys a benefit of the doubt because I think he's got a little bit of talent. Um, but when, you, when you're in a, a two-minute drill and you put the gr- ball on the ground, fumble it, and then your team doesn't have a chance to win, that's... That hurts. But they, they did not look good. I agree with that. They, and there's a team that the defense kind of hung in there. The only, defense only gave up 16 points. That's pretty good. Your yeah. goal is usually 17. So there's a team that you go back, you got to hope that, that that doesn't, you know, the uh, the offense versus the defense doesn't seep into that football team. And that's where you know, coaches got to do a good job keeping that out. What do you do if you're uh, Sean McDermott, the guy we all like yeah. a lot, yeah, and was... you know that he goes in and plays your good friend John Harbaugh, yeah. and the Ravens are all over the Bills? But man, like they were in the playoffs last year, people yeah. are excited. You got expectations a rookie... are high. Yeah, you got a rookie quarterback that you don't really yeah. want to play yet, but Peterman was so bad again. Yeah. Like, what, what do you do? There was disappointing. Uh, that's going to be one of those that uh, it's going to take everything they got from veteran leadership is going to be real, real important there. I mean, you come off, you're expecting to do a, to do a lot better than you did. Um, going in in Baltimore, going into Baltimore in an opening game is a tough task. 
you know, with a quarterback situation that's a little bit iffy, you know, two bad throws led to, you know, two interceptions. I think one was for a pick six. They really couldn't get anything going in the run game. So their offense is struggling. And defensively, I'll tell you what, guys, I was really impressed with Joe Flacco. Yeah. yeah, you know it was the Joe some Flacco guys to throw to show. now too. Yeah, he's yeah. got to, you know they got all they changed the wall of their receivers from a year ago. But I love Crabtree. Yeah, yeah, he, he, they, they really like him. John down Brown's there. good. And, Brown, you know, and I, I don't even recall where did John Brown come from? Arizona. Arizona. Remember the Cardinals? He's in Arizona. Yeah, he yeah. killed he's the Eagles. Guy, was yeah. it two years ago? On two that years ago, the yep. Sunday night yeah. game was yeah. it? Jamie, this is the beauty about these guys here. They remember everything. Town went right to a, a game and who they beat. Because you don't, you never forget. Well, yeah, I remember I was at a bar in Delco at an appearance. We were watching that game, and I couldn't be more pissed off that John Brown ended that game right away. On a, I think it was a quick slant that he took like sixty yards. Yeah, yeah. Go, I was. A oh, was it a go? go? Oh, okay. Go. Yeah, I remember that he, he just burned somebody, and then that was it. Like yeah, right, he, game over, like three steps. Oh, was, but I, you, you, listen, yeah, Buffalo faced a you know ran into a tough opponent. Baltimore's going pretty good this year. Uh, their offense, Joe Flacco did great. Their defense was terrific. And by the way, their special teams, which is always good because Hobbs always have them ready. Had a punt return for 58 yards. That, that's tough. That's tough to overcome. But the rebounding and that this week with Les Flazier and uh, Leslie and um, Sean McDermott up there will be to keep these guys' confidence high, which I think it will be. I think most guys rebound after one game. Uh, you guys probably know who they play. I'm not sure who Buffalo has, but. Uh, they're one of those teams that's 0-1. What they're trying to prove this coming week is that that was an aberration. That's really not who they are. Now, what would be interesting is... They play Chargers, another 0-1, 0-1. Yeah. Is that a way? Or, no, it's at home. I think that's in Buffalo. So that'll help them a little bit. Uh, but they might be doing it with a rookie quarterback. You know, I, I don't think Sean's announced who their quarterback is. I wonder if Bosa's going to play because they the Chargers Joe. missed him. You know, Joey course, Bosa? Is that... <laughs> Of course, that was uh, that was a uh, I mean it, the Chiefs. I, mean, I was shocked at Mahomes. Yeah, he had a great game. Of course, he's got speed all around too. You know, people have been talking about him right from the beginning. I didn't I didn't see much of that football game, but I'm sure Andy had a ton of different things thrown at him, and I'm sure he used uh, Mahomes in a lot of uh, movement passes, play action passes. I tell you, Joe Flacco. You you watch that game? I go back to Joe. Yeah, I talk about play action passes and deep throws. They had some great ones. He still has a big arm. <laughs> that didn't go away. Flacco still has that big arm. There's no, no question. question about that. He's a, he's a gritty competitor now. I, I guarantee you underneath his skin is I'll show these people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to love that. What's a better motivator, right, Aton? Nothing. Than to try to prove, prove people wrong. Nothing at all. Yeah. One of the one of the games, Steve, that we all uh, kept an eye on because it was on here was that Pittsburgh-Cleveland game. Yeah. Uh, kind of surprising Cleveland ties them. Is the Le'Veon Bell factor, does that play into, do you think, Pittsburgh a little bit? Well, that's a great player now, so somehow, some way it does. But I thought the Connor kid did a really yeah, good job. Yeah, really I, I mean, more like mentally, I wonder. If yeah, it, it's interesting. Um, it What it seemed to me was for the longest time in preseason here, you know, I thought the Steelers were doing a really good job of, oh, it's not a factor. You know, he'll be in when he gets in. And then it was kind of the last week, right? Right, yeah. Uh, Guys were griping. Yeah, they felt a little They felt a little bit differently because I think all along they figured, oh, he'll be here in a week and it could be like Khalil Mack committed <laughs> to have three practices and have a great game. Uh, but when he didn't show, I think it surprised a lot of his teammates and you know they were willing to voice that. We'll see what happens this week. Um, that's always a tough one. I don't. There hasn't been very many times. You guys help me out here. Where a holdout in preseason has actually held out the first game. 
Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah, that's no. a big deal. Uh, that's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a big deal. I never, paid. usually they're always back. Usually come back. And yeah. now, I, you know, if you're Le'Veon Bell and you watch Connor have the yeah. game he did, it's amazing how he didn't break already. Well, I, I mean, I would have been, I would have been half <laughs> hey, time. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Bob. <laughs> I, hey, I'll, listen, I'll take that deal, man. I'm knocking on the stadium door, ready. To let come me in. in. Let me in. Well, he look at it. They've they've dug their feet in the sand. They decided what they're going to do. But you know, if it, they, if you're the Steelers. Don't you have to feel really fortunate? You, they're not thinking that way because they thought they should go in and beat Cleveland. Right. right. But you're at Cleveland. You turn the ball over six times. And you come out with a tie. <laughs> yeah. Now, they, they may not say it, but they got to feel a little bit fortunate. No, yeah. definitely. Yeah, you're definitely right. You got ten more minutes? You got it, oh, Anthony. Thanks, for bro. you. I appreciate it. For you. I, I, I got it. <laughs> I told I told Spags hey, it's like twenty minutes. Don't worry about. It. Uh, but, uh, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, right. Come on, you know, it's not that. Anthony Gargano time. That's though. all right. It'd be hard for me to leave with this good conversation. Uh, it, it is. It's riveting, and you have two things that I'm dying to get to. You, as this great defensive mind, what you saw on offense that made its way really from what the Eagles did last year around the league that I want you to touch on. And you had an observation that is so incredible. Where do you guys hear this observation? And it, you're going to go, oh, my God, yes, 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 yes. When it comes to the style of play. We're the morning guys. I'm Cuz, Bobby C., Autonomous, the bro, and Coach Spags. Seven o'clock hour brought to you by Univest Bank and Trusco. Financial solutions for your life. Coach Spags' week one observation. You want football, we give you inside football. Super Bowl winner, Coach Steve Spagnuolo, in with us uh, for his week one observations. So, Coach Bags, uh, give us the one, the trend that you saw week one offensively. Yeah, the you and I talked about this, um, I think, after the fourth preseason game, Anthony. But it was surprising to me in preseason. Everybody kind of kept these RPO plays, you know, under wrap and cover. I didn't see very many teams in the preseason run them. And then all of a sudden, lo and behold, yeah, you turn those TV games. I mean, I saw almost every team, almost every game I watched, almost all of them did a version of it. Now, it wasn't every play, obviously. They just they spread it in there. But I, mean, I saw the Jets, the Eagles, obviously, Falcons, Cleveland, Steelers. And think about some of those teams. Those aren't necessarily running quarterbacks. Um, but when Ben Roethlisberger, he does it really well. Matt Ryan does it really well. They know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what they're looking Good for. Good ball handlers. And they get the yeah, ball yeah. out quick, too. Yeah. You know, when all of a sudden they see that the linebacker is, is jumping on that run play, that run fake, they get it out quick. And I think it's, it's it's really a tough play to defend. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how defenses can. That's what I'm interested in looking at is how people defend it going forward. Are, are you looking at, at trying to devise certain ways oh, yeah. as, you're, as you're watching this tape? Yeah. This, the, I mean, look, at the, the easy... Yeah, and it doesn't take a uh, genius to figure out that if it's going to be an RPO with a slant, you know, man coverage and inside leverage, but that's that's where you yeah. go. But I see a lot of teams now on an RPO running a tight end to the flat. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but teams teams have done that. And Baltimore did it a little bit, um, and another team that I can't recall right now. So they throw a whole wrinkle. All of a sudden, when when teams know, I mean, leverage in man coverage is a really huge thing, man. And so you take the slot receiver and you put um, 
your nickel inside leverage to take away that little slant on the RPO. Uh, if, if I told you guys, if I said the inside fade, that, that's, that's a big common term yep, now yep. in the NFL. So you got two receivers to one side. Uh-huh. The inside receiver runs a fade. He doesn't run a... Well, all of a sudden, those inside fade routes become viable. Yeah. And that's what you see quarterbacks going. And that's a tough, that's a tough down to defend for an inside leveraged nickel on a fade where your post player is in the middle of the field and he can't get to that fade. So that's that's where teams will go when you start to try to take away the, the RPOs. But I you know that the other thing that stuck out to me, this is gonna sound like a strange one, but I did not see a lot of kickoff returns. Returners taking the ball out on kickoffs. I mean I, were there any that went to the house? I mean I missed uh, the Jets, one. 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 Jets and I thought I had a punt. No, it was an interception. Yeah. Maybe. Miami maybe? T- Tennessee. Miami. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Dolphins. They each yeah. might have had one. Yeah. 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 But the most I saw a lot of games and the games I watched when ball was getting kicked in the end zone, they weren't bringing it out. And the new rule where the ball lands there, uh, you know, it's automatically killed. So mm-hmm. I say I think you're gonna see less and less in those. And uh <laughs> one other thing, you and I chuckled about this this sporting Bob, you were you were right on key too. Yeah, really, it's the first time in a long time I've been able to sit and watch a lot of games on TV, right? And so, but what was amazing to me, and this is something I don't see in the course of the game, it's amazing to me that on routine tackles and on a routine completion, a wide receiver, how much over-celebrating. Right. There was. I, I watched one, the one, I can't remember what game it was, but a kickoff team kicked the ball off. A, a kickoff, a, a member of the kickoff team tackled the returner somewhere around the 20, 25, not at the minus one. And he celebrated all the way into the end zone. And it was just remarkable to me. Now, look, at I, I, I'm all about having fun. I mean, yeah, you score yeah. a touchdown, you get a sack, yeah. you get a tackle for a loss, right? You get a big completion down on the red zone. Celebrate. Have fun. You should have a little bit of fun. But, you know, these guys, you're supposed to make that particular tackle. So what do you do a as a coach? Game. Like, do you, yeah. how do you, like, how do you tell a kid like that, like, you know, you know, that's your job. Well, I mean, I think you, you do a little bit of that, but look, that's a slippery slope, you know, and then, and then you get accused of trying to take fun out of the, the game. So we're not trying to do that. I just, somewhere along the way, I think people, the guys just got to realize that, hey, just like you said, Anthony, that, that's part of your job. That's what you were supposed right, to do. Right. You know, let's hop up and celebrate with our teammates because the guys want to celebrate with you. And that's, that's all good and uh, but when you're when you're running all, I just watched them run from the twenty yard line all the way into the end zone, celebrating, and uh, it was just like yeah. We were talking the play that bothered me was Ezekiel Elliott. Like nine minutes ago, they're behind. I'm thinking Cowboys might go hurry up. He makes a run and starts walking away from the huddle, doing the feed me thing. Yeah. <laughs> Takes like you know ten seconds. They spot the ball and the momentum's gone. And they're behind. Yeah, and, and so yeah. that's what stuck out to me in that game. And then that's what we were talking about earlier. Like, where's the team concept do coming we o- from? Do we over celebrate? Period in sports, I don't you, know, you mentioned that, that Anth. Uh, I you, you might be right, and and look, it, it a lot of everything in this game is very difficult. Let's face it. So it is, it is inside when you make that play, you feel pretty good about it. But there, and I just think that sometimes they they can go a little bit overboard. <coughs> I guess I, I I look at it and go, you know, hey, I got I got to work on time. Look at me. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Well, maybe you ought to start doing that. Who you knows? Know, Come I mean, from participation on. trophies. Because well, you did right. what you're supposed point, to do? I think you're point. right. You're I getting think. rewarded for doing what you're supposed to do. Yes. I, I told this story. A friend of mine has a kid going to school. They're giving out reward for not running in the hallway. What? 
You're giving out awards for doing what you're supposed to do? Like that That's crazy to me. That's we're crazy. Gonna go, we're going to go down eight times. We're yeah. going down a whole road I'm here. I'm telling right? you. But, you, it, but you it's true. Buckle up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the other thing uh, that I'm definitely not a fan of, Anthony, is the, the new rule on this uh, sacking the quarterback and following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is such a difficult thing. Eight times. Yeah, we were, we were talking about man. that one. The one that sticks out to me in the game that I watched was when uh, Ben Roethlisberger on a third down. I think it was a third and seven, like on the eight yard line going in. Uh, an incomplete pass. So now they're going to have to settle for a field goal. And Cleveland has kind of basically won that down. And uh, Miles Garrett fall. I don't. I didn't know how, how he could tackle Ben without not falling on him. The flag comes out, gives him a first down. Next play, the running back's in the end zone. It's a touchdown. So that's a four point swing right there. Yeah, um, they make it so hard. It's they make impossible. It so hard. It's like you have to hit the guy, but then you have to contort your body yeah. in the middle yeah. of the air. You have to be a contortionist and aerial dancer. <laughs> As well as a football player. And let alone the fact that Roethlisberger probably outweighs Miles yeah. Garrett by yeah, like 25 And if you start <laughs> Roethlisberger, Wentz, Newton, these guys, yeah, all those guys. bodies. That, that's, a, that's a great point. I mean, and you and if you start, you go back to the teaching of it, right? So we're dealing with a rule, and now we got we got a coach around it, so to speak. We used to talk about alligator tackling, Aton. So you know when you... And if you're going to go in there and wrestle with alligators, right? You're turning and twisting and contorting with them. Well, that's, that's what you teach guys. Uh, in sacking the quarterback, but uh, did ben you ever would, bring in any alligators? No, I didn't bring in the alligators, but they, oh, that's we, awesome. we put we put the video That'd be on. Great. <laughs> we, we grabbed Steve the video, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm gonna bring the alligator for the pro. <laughs> why not? <laughs> but I mean, Ben Ben was on the perimeter running. It wasn't like he was, uh, you know, standing still in the pocket where you got a chance to kind of roll, yeah. alligator roll tackle. I mean, Miles Garrett was. He, he, he was doing all he could do to get to Ben because he was out on the perimeter and he's making a tackle and he fell on him. This role with the quarterbacks, man, they, this reminds me of it was a Giants game and I was trying to. Who's the kid from Notre Dame? Was it Justin Tuck? Yeah. Uh, you remember there was like, there was a game that was really maddening. I know you were upset where the, 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 you were up big and the team came back on you. And I think it was Tuck who has the quarterback. It was on the road. It was a late game, and he's got the quarterback, and he and he holds him like he's like. He, but he didn't want to drive him. To, he was afraid of getting a penalty. Yeah. The quarterback wriggles free. Do you, you, know, you know who that? It, it wasn't Justin Tuck. It was uh, Kiwanuka. Kiwanuka. Yeah. You remember that play? I do remember. That's right. I do. I, I vividly remember. I forget the game, but I I know it because he was so he felt terrible. Yeah, about letting up on because he was like, I don't know, he caught exactly right, Anthony, and that was heck. That's ten. That's not eight, nine years ago. Yes, yeah, um, that's a little while back, but that's true. And and he's afraid to get the penalty, so you can't kill the kid. Yeah, he's just afraid to get. It. But they totally, totally put the defense on his heels. Yeah, I, they did that to Aaron Donald Monday night, and they look at they're going to protect the quarterback. So I get that. Um but it does throw the defensive play. I'm not, let me throw another one out. I, just, I, I don't know if you guys remember this play. So let's go back to Ben, right? Big quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. He ran one time, and you, you got to, even when he becomes a runner, you have to be careful how you hit these quarterbacks, right? He got over to the sideline. He's a big, strong guy now. And this this one thing that has been a gripe of mine as a defensive coach. We, we'll protect the quarterbacks, and we'll protect defensive receivers. All, all justifiable. But what drives me nuts is when these offensive guys use this stiff arm yes! in, a, in, face. in a face mask, and they're doing it's a technique that they're doing. They're looking for it, and it's a forcible blow. 
to the face match, which is supposed to be a penalty. That's in the rule book that never gets called. But if you're gonna, if we're gonna protect the quarterback, that's okay. But should we allow him to be able to stiff arm the face mask of a defender and have his neck get jerked back and not be able to make a tackle? Exactly. I mean, it just doesn't yeah. seem like it doesn't. And feel the other thing too is when, yeah, the other thing too is when these quarterbacks fake going out of bounds and toe the sidelines. It's like, well, what do you want? Like, if I hit him, yeah. then all of a sudden I hit him out of bounds. But now he turns it up on me. Those are That's the nifty not fair, guys. man. That's not right. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Spags is off with your faces. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that was awesome, no man. Either. You got, you got, you, uh, you really don't need me. I heard a lot of pretty good observations this morning. No, 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 we no. need you. you, you All right. Well, I'll be, I'm what? here for every, you, guys. Every TV. week, <laughs> every week, Coach Coach Spags' observation. For all the facts, man, we love you. I uh, appreciate it, guys. You're the that greatest. Was great. That was great. All right, uh, Coach Spags, we love, we, we're huge fans.